Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome to another episode of our co-hosted segment, Peace and Prosperity, with my amazing friend and executive coach, Christopher Salem. Our intention with this segment is to help entrepreneurs and business owners who are all struggling to maintain harmony in their lives, have successful relationships, health, and of course, wealth. Through our nine anchor transformational process, we will help you create this harmony by optimizing all nine anchors. In this segment, we interview executive coaches, intuitive business leaders, and successful business people in an effort to give you insight and tips on how you too may be able to create the harmony in your lives that you're looking for. So today we brought to you another amazing guest that's going to talk to bring some serious insight into how you can become confident and reach your fullest potential. Our guest today is an intuitive and inspirational speaker, best-selling author, life and business coach who helps men and women heal their emotions and energy and limiting beliefs and flow that flow through fear, moving forward with positive communication. Uh, I would love to continue on to let you know about all that Kim does and her incredible accomplishments, but it would take the entire podcast. There's so many. So if you'd like to learn more about her, definitely visit her website at kimlifecoach.com. And be sure to listen to her interview here. So now let's get uh, head over and chat to Kim, who has some incredible content as to how you may begin to move through that fear and reach your fullest potential. Hey, Kim, thanks so much for being here with us today. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Okay. Well, we, we're excited because in today's podcast, we're actually wanting to talk to you about how we may move through that fear, build that confidence and really stand in our own power because um, 8th of the 8th, it's the 8th of the 8th over there. It's the end of end of the night. The Lionsgate portals just, just opened up and that's about us standing in our power. That's about us being able to... Um, being able to be that person that we were designed to be and I know that you have done some incredible TEDx talks you've been on the stage with with lots of big names like Brian Tracy and and a host of others and so I know that you're going to bring some great insight into into this conversation so um let's start off by just saying saying um getting you to tell us your story awesome well thank you yes over here it is eight eight and um it is that powerful activation, you know, whether you follow that or not, it mm-hmm. is a time to step in your power. And also because it's coming on to the second half of the year to where you're like, okay, I have a few months left of 2022. What am I going to make of it and bring with me into 2023 and on? And so that's really important. Um, I started to actually speaking about like Brian Tracy and people like that. I started to watch Jim Rohn, Mm -hmm. who taught Anthony Robbins and worked with um, all those guys. I started to watch him live when I was only 18. And I started to learn goal setting. I was very inspired by him. I got to meet him later on because we kept continuing continuously going to see him. And I really looked at it like, wow, how do they do what they do? But I didn't end up knowing that I was going to do this for a living. And fast forward, studying that through the years and studying spirituality and 
delving into doing card readings and intuitive readings and some life coaching, but really thinking it was just a hobby, I ended up deciding to get certified in NLP and life coaching just because I thought it was going to be adding to my interest, my hobby, still not knowing it was my purpose and kept getting this whisper of like, you're not meant to be doing what you're doing. You're meant to be doing something else. And at the time I was actually teaching special education, loved it, but it wasn't my a hundred percent. And I, I had worked with adults with schizophrenia and different behavior issues and things. And I also was in the entertainment industry and I was in a girl group where we sang at events and things. And I oh, modeled cool. just a bunch of different things, but I was not yet in my purpose. And after I went through that course, the NLP course, um, with this really amazing speaker named Niyurka, I just opened up to the possibility like I think I'm supposed to be a life coach and this what like for a career and this was 2010 so it's been about 12 plus years now and so I just completed my certifications you know took my college degree and all my other experience with me and was like I'm just going to launch this as a full force thing and quickly it turned into speaking and business coaching and doing the intuitive readings like as a career and just a lot of serendipity. Like I made my own opportunities, of course. So I, I started having these women's events every month in Los Angeles and Orange County, California. And I started to know speakers and different people and then they would be happy I booked them. So they booked me and different things like that. And so it just ended up becoming where I stepped into doing a TED talk. I started to write books and it just kind of all happened without any force. It happened with ease because I was in my purpose. So it felt yeah. like playing, which it still does. Um, and so now, yeah, down the road, I'm, I'm doing a podcast. I'm still speaking. I'm coaching and love it. Wow. So let's, let's start off then. We're going to segue and you just talked about how life just goes with the flow when we live in our purpose. Can you expand on that a little bit? Because we all know that when we've figured out what, what that purpose is, which, which can be tricky sometimes, can be tricky to, to go through that process of figuring it out. But once we do, things just start to flow along. So how may somebody actually start to design their life to live in their purpose? Right. I think, I think that's a great question. And I think a lot of people get too into the pressure of it and they feel like they're not enough. They, they focus on, I don't have a purpose. I don't have a purpose. And so what's happening is they're blocking even finding it because they're mm. focused on lack. They're focused on what they're not doing. And sometimes someone's purpose may be, I am here to give back by volunteering. That might be their mm -hmm. purpose. Or I am a mom and that's, that's what my purpose is. That might be for some people, whereas someone else, it might be this big thing, the president of a company or a celebrity or whatever. And so it's more about analyzing and evaluating your life and going, in what areas do I feel unsatisfied? In what areas am I feeling like something's missing? And where do I shine? What makes me feel alive? What feels aligned with me? What feels 100%? And really taking that inventory, like, let me make a list. Hmm, what am I doing right now? Who am I spending time with? What are my projects? And how many of those things on that list are less than 100%? And if I got rid of those things or, or changed them around or lessened them, what could take that place? Well, maybe you'd find what your purpose is, you know, because then you'd have that space to, to look for what you're passionate about, to play with different things and try different things. But I feel like you'll know what it is when things feel like play, when things feel passionate and excited and you don't feel 
Mm. Like it's tedious. You know, yeah. you feel like you're excited to get up in the morning to to get started again. And I think it's important to for people to understand that our purpose changes as we go through life too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my purpose, I've got two teenagers and my purpose up until recently, I mean, they're 18 and 20, so they've got their own lives now. And they're, they've kind of got their own friends and partners and that sort of thing. So now my purpose has changed. And so whereas mm-hmm. my purpose before was to raise my kids and to be the best mum that I could, now my purpose is to really stand in my power and to do what I'm doing and to, you know, to help others to discover how they can also do that. So it's important to understand that just because you've figured out what your purpose is, this could change in, you know, in a few years or, um, and this is why it's so important that mums don't lose that power when they're, when they're mums, because I noticed right. myself when my kids, you know, went out and started doing their own thing, it, it kind of like, you have to have that, that inner knowing in order to be able to sort of like, go, okay, well, I'm more than, than just this particular role. I'm, I'm, so how can somebody um, bring out that, that inner knowing? How can somebody, especially um, mums that are staying at home, um, to, to stand in that power? and to be who they were designed to be. Right. And I think that that you brought up a great point is you need to be enough without, Mm. you know, it just being one thing. And so if you're a wife or a husband, you know, or a mom or a dad, you know, you don't want to have that be your only thing. You want to be enough as you. Mm -hmm. If you can become enough and know yourself inside and out as deeply as you can with anything that needs to be healed, healed, and you just feel complete and you feel enough and confident, then you're going to be good as a mom. Then you're going to be good as a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, um, or in your career. And so the first most important thing is to work on yourself. And that's really reassuring for especially women who feel guilty because they're spending time working on themselves. If you can build that inner strength, you'll have so much power that you'll be a better mom and wife Mm -hmm. and career woman or whatever you end up deciding to do. So it is. And I think what you should start doing is just work on it in little steps, like listen to a podcast, Mm -hmm. um, you know, journal, take some time to watch something inspiring on YouTube. One of my favorites is The Shift by Dr. Wayne Dyer, because you can watch it at different levels of your life and you'll see it completely different. So I, I would say just start like that and then work your way up. Yeah, that is that is a great one, the shift. Uh, what do you think, Chris? What do you think about that the whole concept of of us standing in our power and being that being that individual that we'll put here to be? Well, I mean, I think it, it comes down to you have to be who you are. I mean, mm. so many people are trying to be something they're not. They wear a mask. And when you wear a mask like I did for my first 30 years trying to live up to somebody else's values or living from their values and getting caught up in the control you can't control. You wonder why there was stress, anxiety, anger, frustration, disappointment, and you know, what could possibly lead to, you know, addiction as the result of Medicaid. Mm -hmm. I learned the hard way. So, you know, learning how to come into the moment and as Kim said, putting yourself first because you can't give what you don't have. So if you're going to be an example and be a resource for others through your example and your resourcefulness, you have to become that every day. You have to think differently. You have to be it every day. You have to become it in in order for you to do and have different and better results. So for me, what Kim said, you have to work on yourself every day. That's through discipline and habits. 
of a daily routine, learning to think in the moment, trusting the process and controlling what you can, letting go of what you can't. And the only thing we can yeah. control every day, five things, are the communication to yourself and others, your behavior, your attitude, it's happening for you, not to you, mm -hmm. your emotions. Now, what you know, we have whatever that emotion is, it could be a negative emotion, that's fine. But it's now the secondary emotion that we have a choice. Do we either respond from anger or disappointment, or can we choose a positive emotion to address and see the challenge or, op or the obstacle as an opportunity to grow? And then our course of action. I've yeah. learned now to let go of those same five things and other people. We have no control over that. It just leads to frustration. And now I can sit in my truth and focus on what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. I leave it be, and I leverage yeah. that with people and resources. Yeah, other resources. Right. Absolutely. I think that's great, Chris. And I think that the once we let go of control of other people and how how they're going to respond to us and what they think of us and and all of that, I think we can really stand in our truth because I think a lot of the time we're scared of what of what other what that's one of the fears that we have is what are other people going to think of me? What are people going to think of if if I fail? If I if I don't succeed with this, we know the the fear of failure, but I think there's as equally a fear of success, which which oh, is yeah. out there. And I think that once we can actually stand in that power, I think we have the ability to start to move through that fear. How can someone get over or move through that fear of success? Right. Are you asking Christopher or me? No, no, <laughs> yeah, you, 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 not me. Don't worry, was, it's you. I was getting into it. You know, I was getting into the discussion. No. Um, yeah, I think that uh, that pe people don't even think about that. They're like, mm. wait, what, is, what does that mean? And so I do, it's interesting. I usually lead clients through that. Like, okay, well, what what about if you get, what if this gets really big? You know, mm. what, are, what are your plans? And I think a lot of it is helping them get to a place of, letting go and allowing and mm. and making making um improvements or changes as you go and you can and letting them know you can always let go of something you could always hire someone you could always stop doing something nothing set in stone and i think that's that helps relieve some people because a lot of times people get frozen in taking on something because they're so scared of what they might lose like let's say you end up becoming so successful you're working 60 hours a week oh gosh i might lose my relationship yeah. or my self-care time so you know what if it became that you adapt and overcome as you go and if you need to then you can let go of something and so I think that reassures people okay you know what I'll just go for it anyway because I can do this with ease and also helping them have the confidence for if it does become something big like the big success you know having the confidence and like you were talking about Chris the emotional you know, intelligence to handle what comes with that success. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. I mean, we all have the potential to, to have that success. We all have the potential to, if we stand in our power to be able to do that, but sometimes it can be a little overwhelming for people. And sometimes it can be like, well, I don't have a team behind me. I know what I'm capable of, but but what am I going to do? Like you said, then we start thinking, okay, well, my family's going to suffer and I'm going to get burnt out. And we start moving down that negative pathway rather than, you know, dreaming big. What What do you think about dreaming big? I'm, I'm one for really setting some some big dreams and big intentions. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, I totally believe in, in dreaming big and bold and that 
the whatever you believe you know the universe you, divine energy god will provide for you and yes. so it'll work out as long as you have the vision and you believe and a lot of times what happens is our doubts block that mm. the way we're wording it out loud like let's say we tell somebody about it and we downplay it well i i just i know it's crazy but i want this to happen and i know that's kind of out there instead <laughs> of just saying oh my gosh I want this to be this huge success and I make six figures by December and you know what I mean yeah. and so I think the bigger and bolder we dream and then we let go of the attachment of exactly how it's going to come about and do the actions necessary and the intentions necessary but at the same time you know sit back and allow things to happen so there's an ebb and flow of of being in the action of it and letting go and allowing it. So it's it's a it's a hard one to get in the balance of, but with practice, you can. Hey there, I really hope that you're enjoying this episode and I ask that you subscribe so that you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes that I publish. Let me interrupt the show just for a moment to let you know about something amazing that I have to offer you. Firstly, if you haven't yet signed up for my free Superconscious Success in a Circle, then definitely go ahead and do that now. However, that's not what I'm here to talk to you about today. Today, I want to let you know about an upcoming virtual intensive that's coming up in September of this year. If you've been enjoying the content that Chris and I have been bringing you, then you are going to absolutely love what we have to offer. We've put together the most incredible three-day intensive full of content showing you how you can integrate our nine anchor transformational process to create harmony in your life and manifest the relationships and the finances and the health that you desire. You really can have it all if you know how to harmonize. Plus, I have even better news. If you're a member of our inner circle, then there's a special link in there that will actually give you 50% off the cost of the intensive up until the 31st of August. So what will you receive with this intensive? Now, we knew you were most likely super busy running your business and your life. So we decided that instead of three days of live training, we would be pre-recording content so that you could watch it in your own time throughout the day. And then we would offer a live lunchtime session with myself and Chris and some evening sessions with special guests for the VIP ticket holders. Now, to sign up for this, you can head across to universalconsciousnessworkshops.com slash 9ATP intensive or head across to superconscioussuccess.com slash inner circle and get it for 50% off. Now, thanks for listening and let's head on over to the interview. And so what about uh, the whole concept of self-worth? So when we're building our confidence, um, sometimes our self-worth can get in the way. Maybe we've been, as Chris was just mentioning before, you know, going through 30 years of codependency and um, drug abuse and, and all that sort of thing. Um, sometimes our self-worth can be can be squashed. And so how may we start to build that self-worth in order to be able to build the confidence that that maybe we're needing to be able to be that successful business owner, that successful entrepreneur that we're wanting to be. Right. I think, I think that the relief here is that confidence can be learned. And what, yep. what set me out to studying confidence was I was bullied 
as a kid and I was told some really horrible things by other kids and then that shaped my self-worth over the years until I started working on myself and realizing, oh my gosh, this is causing people pleasing and mm -hmm. all these other behaviors. And so I started interviewing people and finding out a lot more about confidence and what, what helps someone become more confident, what makes people lose it, and it can be learned. So that's really awesome. And I think what's important is to first be willing to address what happened in childhood that maybe helped you lose some of yeah. or caused you to lose some of your confidence because it almost always is from childhood and sometimes it's it's even in your 20s and or then even it can drag later. on that's the thing right it can keep repeating but if you can get to the root and do some inner child work and healing and journaling or work with someone you know I do that with clients that is a big one that helps um also just just thinking about like you know, where am I, where do I feel like I'm lacking in confidence and practicing those things. And, and it, it, sometimes it is just training our subconscious mind because our subconscious mind is inundated with whatever we're regularly telling it. So if we're regularly saying, oh, you look like crap in those clothes every single day, then yeah. we're going to start leaving it. Whereas if we just practice finding the good, like never leaving the mirror without saying something nice. You know, sometimes you have to keep going back to the mirror 10 times until you do it. But if you get into that flow of finding the good, and I love to be able to look at role models or mm -hmm. celebrities or people in the media for the good thing, you know, like, oh, yeah. you know what? Um, Kelly Clarkson talks about body image. Valerie Bertinelli talks about body image and they're inspiring and they love themselves no matter what. And they're real. So that inspires me. You know what I mean? And it helps yeah. you go up enough too, you know, so always looking, it's okay if we look at role models for inspiration. Absolutely. And I, I love mirror work. I think mirror work is fantastic. And you mm -hmm. were talking about being able to look at yourself in the mirror. Cause I think until we have a good relationship with that person that we see in the mirror, then we're not going to be able to move forward as, as human beings, as souls, and also as entrepreneurs, because we need to have that self-worth, that self-confidence, that love for ourselves, knowing that we're capable of anything. So you know, that the morning ritual for me is to stand in front of the mirror and just spout out good stuff at yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can put a mirror in a room that nobody else hears you, which I do. I'll put it in my back room. <laughs> nobody can hear me. They don't think I'm crazy. Um, but, <laughs> but the good thing is that when you do that, it brings up your vibration. When you do that, you start the day off on a, on a note of positivity, on a note of, okay, you know what? I can do this. You know, today's going to be an awesome day. I can do this. I'm ready to get started. And like you, I was bullied when I was at high school quite badly. And so that knocked my confidence. Then I started dating a guy that was constantly telling me I was fat and ugly and nobody was ever going to love me. And so as you go through these relationships, um, you know, thankfully I've met somebody that's completely opposite now, but as you go mm. through that, it's just like one hit after another, after another. And until we can get past how other people feel about us, what other people think about us, and we start to love that person that we see in the mirror, then we can't move on from that. Right. <clears throat> An exercise that I love, and it, and it is a little bit, it's, a, it's another paradox because it's a little bit about what people think, but we do care about 
what our friends and people we work with think in a positive way. Yes. Just not, just not in a way where we're people pleasing. And so there's a great exercise that you can do where you email about five to eight people and you say, you know, oh, I'm doing this for a coaching exercise or whatever. And you just say, can you answer these for me? Um, how do you describe me? What are some gifts and talents you see in me? And what is some constructive criticism that you can give me if there's any? And I have found over the years that almost always, I would say 95% of the time, clients and people have come back going, oh my gosh, I didn't see myself in as good of a light as all these people are seeing me. I never looked at myself yeah. as a leader. And it helps you it helps you actually see yourself the way others are seeing you yeah absolutely I think that's important for your for your closer network is to be able to you know if you're in masterminds this is what's fa so fantastic about masterminds and collaborations and stuff because you meet people that are like-minded and right. and you can then help each other to to see the good in 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 themselves so I love that and I think that's a great exercise that I would recommend you know the entrepreneurs that are watching this show to go and do that because we've all got a network of people that support us but we don't recognize that they support us because we don't feel like we have the like you said the attributes that they possibly see in us right Right. And there's been, there's been research that has been done. Like I remember going to a workshop with New Yorka and she said 95% of people at one time or another throughout the day think they're not good enough. So if that many people are in their head thinking they're not good enough, people are talking to each other in their head. What do I look like? Am I good enough? Am I sounding weird? And it's like, just let go and be yourself. You know, with practice, you actually can get to that place where you you're free from thinking like, oh no, what are they thinking about me? You won't even care anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. So, um, okay, now you talk about on yours uh, 10, 10 plus, is a 10 plus living where where we we try and, you know, move past that stage of, of the 10. Um, what's your concept there? I was looking at it on, on your site and, and your talks and stuff. What's What's your concept behind that? Yeah, um, both of my books, um, my first book is Getting Your Life to a 10 Plus, and then the second book is Living the 10 Plus Life, Yeah, and it's it really is based on years ago, a guy came up to me, and he goes, he goes, rate your life one to 10, and I just, I just, without thinking, I went, I went 10 plus, and he's like, huh, and I went, well, I mean, I'm just, I feel really happy. And it doesn't, it does not mean that every single area of your life is perfect at all times, but it just means pretty much in general, all the areas of your life are extremely happy because you've shaped them that way, you know, and it doesn't mean there's not going to be challenges. And sometimes it might go down to a zero, you know, but you have the tools to pick it back up to a 10 plus again, much quick, quickly, quicklier, I can't talk quicker. <laughs> Than, yeah. if, than if you didn't have the tools to do so. And so really the books are just about, um, and my talks are just about getting every area of your life to a place where you have inner peace, joy, harmony. And um, when you have challenges, you have the wherewithal and tools to overcome those challenges and become better from them. Yeah. Hey, Chris, doesn't that sound like um, what we're, what we're um, moving towards with our nine-anchor transformation? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's all it's all about bringing that peace and that harmony to to entrepreneurs and business owners out there. Because as I said to you before, Kim, we 
we struggle as business owners sometimes. We we may have lots of money coming in, but our relationships are starting to slide. Or, you know, we may have, you know, great relationships with others, but we have a hard time time loving ourselves, you know. And a lot yeah. of that is because we're putting on a front. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to segue off and I'm going to ask you what's how uh, the the whole concept of authenticity because mm-hmm. when we're when we're online when we're trying to to build our business and you're an intuitive business coach you tend to you tend to lead your day through intuition as as I do and so how important is authenticity when you're on this platform as an entrepreneur right i mean i think authenticity in general is mm. also can it also can be learned and it's it's peeling away the layers because sometimes people are so in what they think everyone wants them to be. They, and mm. they don't know their true selves all the way. And so that's when you hear, if you're asked something and you say, well, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Or, or when you're out of rapport with yourself, like you go, oh, I really want to act confident when I go to that networking meeting and go talk to five people, but I don't know why I always sit down and look at my phone. That means you're out of rapport with what you really want. Like you're not in alignment with with your desires or yourself. And so it takes that work on spiritual, personal business development to get to that place, to to do the healing or whatever is needed on your confidence and self-esteem to get to the place where you are in alignment with yourself so you do feel authentic. And it it is in baby steps. The more you take time every single day pretty soon you'll go, a year will go by and you'll go, oh my gosh, I'm like 30% more confident than I was last year. I see a huge difference because I'm doing the work every single day. And so on social media, I feel like, you know, completely just be yourself. But I do, I do believe you don't need to tell everyone every little thing. There are people in there talking about all their problems constantly and all their deepest feelings. And sometimes it's overboard and it doesn't, it's not necessary. And it's it's not really something that people really want to know. Right. It's like, okay, well, especially if you're, if you're, trying to build your own confidence and your own self-worth and and then all you're seeing is people that's telling all their problems and I think authenticity is a little different to going online and just spouting out everything exactly it's like okay that's great that you feel confident enough to go and go and do that but um but we want confidence where like you said you're not one of those people that sits in the in the background and and doesn't go up and talk to people or network or um and Chris being a being a speaker and also you know he actually has courses on teaching people how to how to become a speaker um I think this is really important isn't it Chris no absolutely I mean in order to be an example and be a resource every day like you know Kim said you got to put the work into yourself it it, Mm. you know it's always about harmony you know it's gonna be a little bit you know you're gonna be put into your work one week then it's gonna be to yourself and then relationships, your well-being. So it's never this balance. You know, I always hear that mm. word balance, balance. I mean, that's it's trying to be perfect. It's always, it's always progress yeah. and teetering like on a seesaw. So you know, harmony. Absolutely. So I, I, and and life's like that. I mean, life is life is about learning and growing and becoming, you know, I mean, we don't typically figure out who we truly are for, for years and years and years. Until we can stand in that power and we can go, okay, you know, I'm living my purpose. I'm living my passions. 
And I think that once you are doing something that you're passionate about, you're living your purpose, you know you're living your purpose. And like mm-hmm. we said at the start of at the start of the interview, you're waking up every morning and you're excited to get started doing what you're doing. Once you're in that place, then you have that confidence. You've got that natural confidence because you know that whatever you put out there is going to be in your truth. And so there is going to be naturally that authenticity. There is going to naturally be that confidence and that empowerment to to do what you need to do. So I think that that's that's fantastic. I think that um, I think it really comes down to figuring out what your purpose is, and I think then your self worth and and your confidence and all that will will all um will all start to build. Like um like Kim said, it's something that can be learned confidence right. if, if you're not if you're not confident at the moment maybe you're scared of getting on stage how many of us are scared of getting on stage seriously I mean what is it the number two fear in the no, world no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like behind death I think it's probably the next fear and I think that it's um once you've got that confidence I mean you look at the TEDx speakers and they get on stage and you can see them and they're just you know that they're in their power. They're talking about what they're wanting to talk about. And I mean, it's a, quite an interesting process. I've I've got a number of friends that have done the TEDx talks. And it's quite an interesting process, but you can see that power that's sort of like um, exuding from the people on the stage. So we can all learn that. That's something that, you know, that once you find your purpose and your power, I think that you can actually, you know, discover how to move through that fear. Right. Right. And it doesn't mean that that's for you. You don't have to do that. I think what I hear quite often about purpose is somebody will complain, well, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I don't have time. I have to work this job for the money. I don't even have time to figure it out. And that's a really common one. And so I encourage, you know, anyone listening or watching that feels that way. Just give yourself the challenge of one hour a day of doing something like productive, whether it be meditating, watching something on YouTube that's inspiring, a podcast, or journaling, or just even searching. You know, one of, one of the websites that's great for that is, um, it's called Udemy.com. Yeah, I love you, it. You know it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's U-D-E-M-Y.com. But I feel like you just search that site and you could get ideas for you what your purpose everything. is. Yeah, it's absolutely. Right. It's courses that you can take for like $30 and um, it gives you everything. So I think don't give up the search. Don't just settle for a life that you don't feel 100% about. And and if you are in this, one thing that I, I often say to people is if you are in this place where you're having to work a nine to five job because you have to support your family, I mean, we've all been there, um, then still try to find something within your day that you love about it. Still try to find something that that gives you that 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 higher vibration because the higher your vibration is, the easier you're going to figure out your purpose because that's right. when we can start to use our intuition. That's when we can start to get our downloads. That's when we can start to really figure out, you know, our, our higher selves help us with this. Mm-hmm. And our higher selves will talk to us and we'll, and we'll say, okay, well, you know, um, this is something that you love to do. Uh, you you know this is something and it could be like like him says just an hour a day just listen to some amazing podcasts listen to some great I love to go onto the YouTube channels and watch motivational videos mm-hmm. if I'm feeling a little bit flat okay let's let's use this content this amazing content that other people have created 
to help us to get back into that vibration. So, right. um, but it is important that rather than, you know, it can be tough sometimes because sometimes we work in jobs that we don't want to work in and they're annoying, annoying us and we want to be doing something different, but we can't right now. Even if you just start small, start small and go, okay, what can I be grateful for in this job? And then other stuff will start to come to you. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Wow, this has been a great conversation, Kim. I'm I think that I think that being able to build your confidence, Kim has got an amazing course on uh confidence. And what is what is the name of your course, Kim? Yeah, you can it's called 10 Weeks to Confidence, and you can find it at kimsconfidencecourse.com. Oh, easy to remember. Yeah, and actually I the course, I'm partners on the course with Kyle Wilson, who worked with Jim Rohn as his 18-year partner. So nice. it all came it all came full circle, seeing Jim Rohn at 18 and then years later ended up working with Kyle. So isn't that how, funny how life works like that? Uh, the universe works in very mysterious ways. So if you just trust in it and have faith that everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to, um, fantastic. So you can go to Kim's website at kimslifecoach.com. Definitely go and check out the confidence course. Do you have anything else that you would like to say, Chris? No, I just wanted to thank uh, Kim for all the insight and kind of really laying down the foundation around confidence. It, confidence is something that we have to put in the work through discipline and consistent or discipline and consistency every day. We can never become complacent. And as we raise our vibrational level through confidence, that impacts so many things that we do that she pointed out and helping us to be our better self, better in business. It's not about being the best, but being your best and empowering others to do for themselves. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, Kim. Is there Thank anything you. else that you would like to say? Any any other links or anything else that they can go to? Um, I'm just appreciative of being here. You can you can follow me on social media, Kim Summers Eggelsey, um, or I'm under at Kim Life Coach on Instagram. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for being here. And I look right. forward Thank to you. chatting to you later.